0: Hello, good morning. This is Rick Pina, and I'm bringing you today's word for January 11th, 2024. I'm teaching a series this year, brand new series for this year. As we're going into 2024, I'm going to be talking about laser focus. Laser focus on the fixed purpose that God established for us before the world began. God has plans and purposes for us. We are not a mistake. God made plans for us before the world began, and he deployed us to this planet at just the right time. And so what we're going to do this year is we're going to acknowledge the fact that we're not a mistake. We're going to acknowledge the fact that God already has a plan for our lives. We're going to acknowledge the fact that God has already been to the end of 2024. And what we want to do is discover what he already planned and then make a divine alignment, uh, a, a human alignment with our divine assignment. And so we're going to do all of those things this year in 2024, we're going to maximize our purpose and potential. We're going to be the men and women that God has called us to be. Say amen to that. So as you get ready to receive the word for this morning, um, I'm, I'm talking about this morning, God's master plan for your life. Say this, say, God has a master plan for my life and I'm going to discover it. I'm going to discover it. I'm going to develop in it and I'm going to deploy into it. Say amen to that. Get ready to receive the word. All right. So let's get into this word about God's master plan and more specifically about discovering God's master plan for your life. It's one thing to know that that there is a plan. <laughs> it's another thing to know that I know the plan, right? So we got to discover, say this, I will find it, follow it, and finish it before I die. That's my, that's my mantra, right? That's what I teach. If you've read my books, you know that's what I talk about. We want to find it. We want to follow it. We want to finish it. We want to discover it. We want to develop in it. We want to deploy into it. We want to get it done. We want to get it done before we die. We want to get out of us everything that God placed in us before the world began. That's how we become a success. Success in God is not measured in money, on cars or houses, on fame. Success in God is measured in purpose. And so this year we will be laser focused on God's fixed purpose. Say amen to that. The foundational scripture that we'll be looking at all year is Proverbs chapter four and verse 25 from the Passion Translation. This is what the Bible says, set your gaze on the path before you. Put in the chat, I set my gaze. So this is acknowledging that there's a path that God has set before me, and I should set my focus, my gaze on that path. So he goes on to say, with fixed purpose, looking straight ahead, we ignore life's distractions. So I have a fixed purpose. I'm looking straight ahead. I'm living my life on purpose and with a purpose, and I'm going to ignore every distraction. I will not be distracted. I will not be derailed. I'm not going to derail myself from my own destiny. I'm not I'm not going to give the devil my attention for five seconds because then he'll have my mind for five minutes, right? And so so I'm going to live my life with laser focus. Put in the chat, I'm living my life with laser focus. I will be focused on what God planned for me from the foundations of the world. Uh, God is going to speak to me. God will give me dreams while I'm sleeping, open visions while I'm awake. God will speak to me through the Holy Spirit. God will speak to me through other people. God will speak to you through Rick Pena. And as God speaks to you, as God speaks to me, what we're going to do is we're going to take those things that God tells us about 2024, we're going to lay them before our eyes, we're going to meditate and meditate on them. We will not be moved by what we see with our natural eyes. We're only going to be moved by what God said, and then we're going to walk out our divine purpose. You ready? Say amen to that. Man, I feel like I should I feel excited. I hope that you're excited as well. So I told you that to lay the foundation for 2024, Proverbs chapter 4 and verse 25. We're going to be looking at that every day. And then I told you I would give you 20 more scriptures. And so what I've been doing is giving you five a day. So I gave you five a day for the last three days. Today is the last day of those five a day, right? So I'm gonna give you five more today. Then after that, I've given you 21 scriptures. Then what we're gonna do over the next 21 messages, well, more than 21, because you know me, I'm gonna take my time. But then we're gonna go through all 21 of those scriptures. And then when we're done with that, and we've kind of set the foundation for 2024, then we're gonna spend the rest of the year Looking at Bible characters and how they discovered their purpose, and then how they lived out their purpose, and how they were not distracted from their purpose, neither to the left nor to the right. And that's the plan for 2024. I hope you're excited. If you're excited, put something in the chat about it. All right, you ready? Five more scriptures for you today. Here's number one. I love this scripture, by the way 2 Timothy 1 and 9. So, number one, call to a holy life by God's purpose and grace. Say this I'm called with a holy calling by God's purpose and grace. 2 Timothy 1 and 9 says this, God saved us. If you're saved, say I'm saved. God saved us, but he didn't just save me. God saved us, the Bible says, and called us. God saved us and called us with a holy calling not according to our own works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which he gave us in Christ Jesus before the world began. So when I when I break down, when I come back, I'm going to come back and we're going to break down every one of these scriptures and take our time. I must spend some time on this one. I love this particular verse. There's a lot in here. This is saying that God didn't just saved first of all I'm not saved because of what I did I'm only saved because of what Jesus did I'm saved by grace but God didn't just save me if all God wanted for me to do was be saved then I'm saved look at me are you saved if you're saved then and, and you're still here if all God wanted was for you to be saved uh for you to not go to hell for you to just have fire insurance if all that if all God wanted was that you would be dead and gone you'd be in heaven but obviously you're still here. So if you're saved and you're still here, then that means that God has a plan for you, that God is not through with you. Put in the chat, God is not through with me yet. That means that God is not through with me. God has a plan for me. God has a fixed purpose for me. And so obviously if God left me here after I'm born again, it's because he wants me to do something. And so there's some things that I'm supposed to be doing. We already looked at Ephesians chapter two and verse 10, in Christ Jesus, God made us a new creation. Why Paul? So that we would spend the remainder of our days doing the good works that God had already preordained for us. Us to do so, there's some things that we're supposed to be doing. So, God saved me and called me, the Bible says, with a holy calling. Say, I have a holy calling. Why, Rick? Well, God gave you a holy calling so that your life could be about something that's bigger than just you. God doesn't want your life to just be about your selfish desires and your selfish pursuits and your own ambitions. No, your life should be about something that's bigger than you. And so God saved you and called you with a holy calling so that your life is about something that's bigger than you. And then the text says, and it wasn't because of your works. Oh no, it wasn't because you were so good because newsflash... You're not that good. And so, so it wasn't because you were so good because you're just not. It was because of his own purpose and grace. God gave us a purpose and the grace for the purpose. God gave me an assignment and the grace for the assignment. The text says, God gave me both in Christ Jesus. When? Before the world began. You know what that sounds like? That sounds like grace. That's the grace life. Listen, you didn't earn it. You didn't deserve it. God called you. God prepared you. God planned for you. He did all of this in Christ Jesus before the world began. So, If you want to be a success, you got to discover that. You can never be a success outside of God's plans. Say amen to that. When we come back to that scripture, I'm going to spend some time. I'm going to spend some days on that one. All right. Number two, you were chosen to produce lasting fruit. Put this in the chat. My life produces fruit. And watch this. And then put it in the chat. Come right back and my fruit remains. So I'm, I'm not just supposed to produce fruit, but I'm supposed to produce lasting fruit. Uh, John 15 and 16 from the New International Version says this, Jesus is saying, you did not choose me. I chose you. And I appointed you so that you may go out and bear fruit, fruit that will last, fruit that will remain, so that whatever you ask for in my name, the Father is going to give it to you. So he's saying, listen, your your life is supposed to produce fruit. And first of all, he's saying, you didn't choose me, I chose you. So you say, well, Brother Pena, I chose God. When I got saved, I gave my life to God. Yeah. But before you chose him, he chose you. You couldn't even choose him if he didn't choose you. So God chose you in him before the world began. So when you start walking with God, and then you start applying his word, and then you start developing the ability to hear or sense the divine impulses of the Holy Spirit, now you're listening to the word of God. Now you're listening to the spirit of God. And now you're walking with God. Then two things are going to happen. First, the word of God and the spirit of God will produce change in you. Put in the chat, change in me. After it produces change in you, change in me, the next thing it does, it it produces fruit from you, right? So it's change in you and fruit from you, change in me and fruit from me. So the change in me is my character development. The fruit from me is supposed to impact this world in a positive way. So I'm supposed to impact, I'm supposed to affect with effects and influence the people and the systems of this world. And how do I do that? That's how the kingdom of God advances. How do I do it? It's by the grace of God. But my point is that God works on you first. And once he's like, okay, now they're at a point, I can now use them to impact this world. So we're supposed to produce fruit and it it is fruit that remains. But here's the thing. It's not supposed to just be our fruit or whatever you want to do, you were selected by God. Jesus is saying, nope, you didn't choose me, I chose you. So you were selected by God. So there is specific fruit that your life is supposed to produce. Your life is supposed to be producing something. And it's something that this world needs. And so you're supposed to go out there and do what you're called to do. I'm supposed to go out there and do what I'm called to do. And all of us are required to be the body of Christ. This is why we should celebrate the diversities of giftings and callings without jealousy. This is why I shouldn't try to put my calling on you or you try to put your calling on me. What does that look like, Brother Pina? I'll give you an example of what that looks like in church. Because you know, church folk are nosy, right? And so so in church, somebody says, hey, Brother Johnson, hey, how you doing? Brother Johnson, um, Saturday, we're going to go feed the homeless. You want to come? Uh, no, no, I, I can't do it this Saturday. And plus, really, that's not really my thing. You know, I'm, I'm kind of work. I, God has called me to do this. Other. What do you mean? Oh, hold on, brother Johnson. You know what Jesus said? When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was thirsty, you gave me something to drink. And so, if you don't do that, you're not fulfilling the gospel. <laughs> that's one example. Another example. Hey, brother Johnson, Friday night we're going into the jail right over here in Manassas, Virginia. You want to come? Ooh, no jail. That's not really my thing. You know, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. I don't feel comfortable. I'm not called. Oh, you know what Jesus said? I was in jail and you visited me. <laughs> and so, if you're not going to jail, you're not doing what Jesus said. You're not doing. See, that's the kind of stuff that frustrates people. Like, listen, if you have a calling to go into the jail, go. I preach in jail. If you have a calling to go minister to the homeless, go. We, we do that. Is you know. But what you don't want to do is try to force people to do what you're called to do like the diversities of giftings and callings are without jealousy. Your life is supposed to produce the fruit that you're supposed to produce. And my life is supposed to produce the fruit that I'm supposed to produce. And it takes all of us to be the body of Christ. So stop trying to put your calling on other people. Stop trying to put people into guilt and shame and condemnation because they're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Listen, I took Isabella in jail one time uh, uh, and then I'll move on from this point. Years ago, uh, Lenny and Lisa were real little, but anyway, years ago I was preaching in a youth... uh, prison in, in Georgia. And because it was for youth, I took my kids in there. And so Isabella and I, and I are in there and, I, and I'm and i preaching in jail. And um, Alyssa was little. Alyssa was like six or maybe Alyssa was six. Lenny was like eight. And so we're in there and I'm preaching in jail. And, and these are all like teenagers. And it was a youth prison. And so uh, a youth facility, correctional facility. And so we're in there and I do this thing, and I preach, and we have an altar call and all that, and I pray. And as soon as I said the benediction, I said, amen. There was one, like the smallest dude from this side of the audience came to the biggest dude on this side and punched him in the face. And as soon as he did, boom, uh, you know, a fight broke out. And so now chairs are flying and all of that. Isabella was at the back of the room. She grabbed Lenny and Alyssa and ran out that door, and then she started running across like the, she ran out that building and started running across like the field thing. And, and she was dragging the kids. I mean, she was running and they told her later, you're not supposed to run across that thing. Like, you know what I mean? Like that, you know, anyway. So after that incident, Isabella was like, no, that's not my thing. Like, you know, jail, prison, that's just not my thing. When she was going through nursing school and she was supposed to go into, into the uh, jail or prison and to, like, you know, deal with, uh, provide some services. She was like, no, I'm just not called to do that. I can't tell you how many times people say to Isabella, well, your husband goes in jail. You're supposed to go in jail. Why? why are you trying to put like my calling on you? Let's just. Why don't you just let me be me and I'm going to let you be you because it takes all of us to be the body of Christ. Say amen to that. I'm supposed to produce fruit that I'm supposed to produce. You're supposed to produce the fruit that you're supposed to produce. Say amen to that. All right. Number three, I spent too much time on that point, but anyway, it was for somebody. All right. Number three, God fulfills his purpose in and through you or in and through us. Say this, say God fulfills his purpose in and then through me. Psalms 57 and verse 2, New Living Translation says this I cry out to the Lord Most High, to the God who will fulfill his purpose in me. God is going to fulfill his purpose in me. So when we call out to God and we pray and we're seeking him, and we prayers are not supposed to be for selfish desires prayers are supposed to line up with God's will, right? The prayers that God hears, this is what 1 John says. 1 John says, this is the confidence that we have in him, that if we ask for anything in accordance with his will, he hears us. Not only that, if he hears us, we know we already have it. So we have to ask in accordance with his will. So when we're asking for things that are in accordance with his will or in agreement or in alignment with his purpose, the Lord hears us. Why? So that he can perform his will through us the goal is for God to perform his will through us. Now, God's purpose for my life and your life was fixed and established before the world began. But now we live out this purpose in times and seasons, levels, and stages. So watch this. There's a purpose for every time, season, level, and stage of your life. And if you learn to discern the voice of the Holy Spirit and align with him, God will maximize his purpose in every time, season, level, and stage of your life. It's all about his purpose. We have to walk with the confidence of knowing that God has a plan, that God is a sovereign God, and God is orchestrating ultimately his purpose in, with, and through us for his glory. Say amen to that. So it's all about him. It's not about us. It's all about him. Number four, we were created through him and for him. You see the theme here is all about him. So in Colossians chapter one and verse 16, New International Version, this is what the Bible says for in him all things were created. You you agree with that? Okay, that's simple. Keep going. Things in heaven, things on the earth, things that are visible, things that are invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authority, uh uh-oh, all things were created through him and all things were created for him. So listen, my life was created by him and it is for him. My existence on this planet is completely purposeful and it's all about him. It's all about him. It was in him and with him and through him and for him and by him. And so it's all about him. Understand that every aspect of creation, seen and unseen, visible and and invisible, everything was created by him, and it's serving a purpose. And so God is a completely purposeful God. God sent you to this planet at just the right time. Why did God send you to this planet? For his intended purpose. Listen, you're supposed to influence both the seen and the unseen world. You're so you are living in two places at, at the same time. You you are right now in the earth, but at the same time, the Bible says that you're seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus at the right hand of the Father. So you are living in two realms. You're living in the seen and the unseen. You're living in heaven and in earth. You're supposed to bring heaven to this world every day. Don't live your life focused on dying and going to heaven someday from the earth to the heaven. No, live your life focused on bringing heaven to the earth every day. And so now you're living in two realms. You're you're going into a meeting, into a conversation, into an activity, you're about to engage with somebody, know that there's another reality. Lord, show me what you want. Father, reveal to me, flood my eyes with light before I go into this meeting and then bring heaven to the earth. Right? So God is supposed, listen, God can manifest his best on this world, in this world, through you. You were created by him. You were created for him. It's all about him. Say amen to that. So this year, when we acknowledge that there's a fixed purpose, our life is about him, is bigger than us, we can live our lives with laser focus on that. Man, when you live this way, this is the way I live, your life is just way more fulfilling because you know, you know you're not here just pursuing selfish desires. You're not just working to get another car, buy another purse. No, you, your life is about something that's way bigger than all of that. And so when you when you live with that type of focus, with that type of purpose, your life gives you, you experience a level of fulfillment that nothing in this world can offer. There's no no money can buy the level of fulfillment that you get when you know that you're walking with God. Come on, say amen to that. All right, number five, last one for today. Last one for today, uh, last scripture. Um, The Lord's purpose and plans will prevail. This is Proverbs chapter 19 and verse 21, New International Version. Listen to this. Right now, 2024, you ready? You can make many plans. Come on, planners. If you're a planner, put in the chat, I'm a planner. All right, I'm a planner. Watch this. Isabella's a planner. You can make many plans, but the Lord's purpose will prevail. Come on, man. Oh, Jesus. Here you are making all these plans for 2024. But God is saying, that's cool and everything. Make sure your little plans line up with my plans though. Hey, son. Hey, daughter. As you're laying out your little one-year goals, three-year goals, five-year goals, long-term goals, yet as you're laying all this stuff out, just remember I already made plans for you before the world began. So as you're laying all this stuff out, remember, if you want that stuff to work, make sure you line it up with mine. As you remember, if you're doing it, make sure you bring it over. Hey, Lord, Lord, can I talk to you for a minute? What's up, son? Hey, these are the plans that I'm making for 2024. I just want to lay them out before you. I got like 17 things on this list. Lord, can you show me? I mean, tell me, like, which one? Which ones are yours? Like, you know, which ones are selfish? Which ones did I come up with? Which ones did the devil give me? You know? Okay, so I can cross out number seven. I can cross out number 12, or I can expand on number 13. I got it. So these are the plans. Yes, these are the ones. All right. Now, why? Because it's the Lord's plans and purposes that will prevail. Many are the plans in a man's heart, but listen, I know that ultimately is the Lord's purposes that are going to prevail. So I want to live my life with fixed purpose. I want to know that I'm pursuing his plan, his purpose. God is on me and in me and with me and for me, and my life is all about him. I'm submitted unto him. I surrender unto him. I'm seeking to be in alignment with... With him. Every time I'm doing something, Lord, let me know if I'm going astray. Don't don't let me go too far to the left nor to the right. Lord, correct me because I want to be corrected. I love correction if I'm doing something wrong. The, you said in your word that you, those who you love, you chasing. And so you, I know you love me, God. I'm your favorite. And so if I'm doing something wrong, let me know. Don't let me go too far to the left. Don't let me go too far to the right. I need to know. I want to be in the center of your will. I want to make sure that my plans are lined up with your plans. I want to make sure that I'm making a human alignment with my divine assignment. I want to make sure that as I'm navigating, the things of this world. And as I'm going into meetings and as I'm submitting proposals and, and as I'm winning opportunities and as I'm executing this and executing that, as, as I'm getting on a plane and going here and as I'm getting in a car and going there, I just want to remember, I just want to know, I want to be at peace knowing that I'm suppo- I'm just doing what you want me to do. God, you created me. You sent me to this planet and my life is all about you. I don't want anything that you don't want for me. I want my life to be about you. my Lord, everybody that knows me knows that I'm a God man. And so Lord, I am here to glorify your name. All I want is what you want for me. I don't want nothing less than your best, but I don't want anything else either. So Lord, as as we're going into 2024, you know me and you know my heart. I'm your son and I'm called by your name. And so Father, I just want to do what you've called me to do. I submit my life to you. I surrender to you and everything. If there's anything in my heart, that's not like you. If I'm pursuing anything, that's not yours. God, just correct me and tell me I will cross it out. I don't have anything in my life that I'm not willing to give up. I don't have anything. I don't have anything. I don't have one thing. That I'm that I'm not willing to give up for you. There's nothing that I have that's not yours, and so Father, everything I have is yours. I don't just give you ten percent; everything belongs to you. I'll write any check you want me to write. I'll go anywhere you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say when I get there. Lord, I'm submitted unto you. I trust in you. I believe in you. I call upon you. My life is in your hands, and your plans and purposes shall prevail. Say amen to that. Oh my God! Obviously, the Holy Ghost took over there. That's not what I have in my notes, but uh, but uh, that's what I that's what I was led to say. And so that was for somebody. If that was for you, put in the chat, that was for me. Come on, man. I, many are the plans in a man's heart, but only God's plans and purposes ultimately will prevail. And that's what we want. We want our life to be all about him. If you live this way, fixed purpose, laser focus, you will not be distracted. You will, you will not go astray. You will walk out God's best and you will do it in such a way that where you will enjoy it, you'll sleep well, you'll be happy, you'll have a great marriage, you'll you you'll be healthy, all of these things because you're living for God, and He is living through you. Say amen to that. My God, that was good. I'm I'm gonna listen to this again. I'm about to go to a meeting. And as soon as I get in the car, I'm going to listen to this myself. This is good. I'm going to let me minister to me here in a a few minutes. All right, let's close this message out with a declaration of faith. I want you to lift up your voice and speak this over your life. Let's seal the deal with your own mouth. Say this, say, Father, I live a life of laser focus, focus on my fixed purpose, what you established for me for this year. I wholeheartedly embrace your purpose for me. I'm called with a holy calling, not because I'm good but because of your purpose and grace. My life produces fruit and this fruit remains. People can see you through me. I acknowledge that I'm created through Jesus and for Jesus and my life serves your grand design. I trust that your purpose will ultimately guide my life, not my plans or ambitions. I walk in confidence and faith, Align with your will, knowing that you were orchestrating everything to work out for my good. So I declare that 2024 is my year to thrive in your purpose. Greater is coming for me because I know that I'm just living the life that you already planned before the world began. I declare this by faith in Jesus name. Amen. This is today's word. Tomorrow, I'm going to have another one. So please apply it and prosper. If you're not getting these messages and you're not getting my notes, why would you not sign up to get my notes? You get my notes for free. That's crazy. Go to todaysword.org. On the the top right, there's like a big red subscribe button. Click on that. Put in your email address. You're going to get all my notes in your email inbox every day for free. I love you. God loves you more. This message was good. I'm about to listen to it again. Walk into this day knowing that God has a master plan. And what we got to do is discover it and then walk in it. Have an amazing day. I love you. God bless. Do me a favor. Leave me some comments in the chat if this message was a blessing to you. Tell me how it was a blessing. And then number two, share this message right now on your social media, on your timeline, and with your friends. I'll see you tomorrow morning. God bless you. If you enjoyed this content and you would like to know more about our ministry or you would like to partner with us, and what we're doing in the Caribbean, being a blessing to Haitian children in the Dominican Republic, then please go to RIPministries.org. You'll be able to find out more information there. And if you'd like to make a donation, all the donations are tax deductible in the United States. A few months ago, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to set up a coaching and mentorship program. And Isabella and I set that up. And so now we make ourselves available on three different levels for those that want access to us and to learn things about maximizing your potential, increasing your personal productivity, and fulfilling your life's purpose. If you're interested in that, go to patreon.com forward slash rickpina. And then lastly, the Lord impressed it upon my heart to write several books and journals to help people grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. Please go to rickpina.co if you don't have our material, and there's also apparel there as well. Listen, Thank you for being a blessing to us. We pray that our ministry will continue to be a blessing to you.